All right, so let's add in an emoji image inside of our image container, and we'll also do one for the saying image. So let's go ahead and just copy this line out twice, and we'll call this emoji image. This will be saying image. All right, so those guys are ready to go. And then let's cut down here to, after we add in our image container, uh, what we'll do is obviously add in the emoji image. So let's just call this add emoji image. And we'll, of course, call this right after that. Okay, so this is going to equal, or emoji image is going to equal UI image view. Now the frame is actually pretty easy. We're going to put in here CG rect. And dx is going to equal 0. The y is going to equal 0. The width is going to end up being our image container dot frame dot size dot width. So the exact same size. And we did the same thing for the height. So I'm just going to copy that line out and just replace width with height. Okay, so. Now, what we're going to do is make the image actually equal something. So we're going to say emoji image dot image is going to equal UI image named. And what we want to do is take, uh, obviously, one of the images that we've got in our emoji array. Uh, for example, let's say zero, right? And do the same little bit of trickery we did before where we add in here dot png uh, but obviously we want this to be uh, based this number right here the index to be based on what you previously selected uh, when we went to this screen so let's go head back over here to the top of the file and let's just make a variable we'll call this selected num this will be an int and just for right now we can make that equal zero uh, then when we go and we press start right over here before we remove our picker we're going to say that selected num is going to equal intro picker dot selected row in component keep in mind we've only got one column at this point so that's just going to be our zero right there and then this is going to you know just be whatever row is currently selected and if you wanted to test it out of course you could put in your print uh, selected num and just you know read back what that was, but uh, I think we'll be fairly confident when we see the uh, the correct image show up down here. Uh, then what we're going to do is we're going to say that our image container dot uh, or I'm sorry, image container uh, dot add sub view, and we're going to put our emoji image inside of it. And uh, one of the reasons we're doing that is again uh, when we take a screenshot uh, to, to send it as part of our iMessage. Uh, we're just basically going to be capturing the entire contents of our image container, right? So everything that we've got in there, you know, all the sub views, sub children, whatever, are going to come along with that. And then let's do this because um, the image shows up sort of, I mean, basically takes up the entire width and height of our image container. Let's, uh, let's animate this down with a duration of 0 0.5. And remember, I've done this before, we just want to do an opening and closing bracket there and then close off everything with that uh, that parentheses. And what we're going to do is, let's put in here, let the scale float equals. And you know what? We could probably do this 
in my notes. I don't have this over here, but I'm going to do it over here. I'm going to take it out of there because that's not really something we're going to animate, right? Uh, but we're going to we'll, – we'll just set up an initial value for the scale. So we're going to scale it down by 50% or 0.5, right? And then what we just do is we write self.emojiimage.transform. This is going to be a CG affine transform. And we've got a few few options you can see inside of here, uh, rotation angle, uh, scale, translation X, you know, so where, where it's going to end up. Uh, but for right now, we'll just worry about the scale. And it's just wants two values inside of here. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. And you know what? Uh, let's see. I think I could have made... It wants a CG float in here. So let's just go ahead and start it off as a CG float. And then put the scale in there. And I think we might be missing a self are we guess not okay so uh let's see what happens okay let me make the uh so now i got the embiggened window here there we go all right so we're gonna that was maybe not the best one to start with because it was just the first one but it did spit back out zero over here and uh, you see that uh, obviously we've we've got our little you know head inside of here it uh, uh, shrunk itself down, and, uh, you know, if we wanted to test again with uh, one of the other ones, just to be sure that is uh, working, let's let's do it. Cover all of our bases. <laughs> okay, so let's let's expand it this time. We'll start from there. All right. Good. Uh, I forgot. I forgot. This one's already got a caption back there, but. Okay, well, that is a problem. Did I forget to put in? I did. I forgot to put in here. Selected num. Okay, so. <laughs> all right, well. At least it spit back out two there, so obviously we'll end up with the uh, the second face image. All right, so that is a it's a good sign. Um, now some of the stuff that we want to you know obviously add in here would be uh, you know, a toggle for uh, adjusting the scale or moving it around and all sorts of fun features. So let's uh, yeah let's uh, go ahead and do that. Okay, so let's jump over here to the top of the file, and what we're gonna do is set up a, an enum type variable to kind of track what, what kind of essentially what, what type of mode that we're in. And if you want a quick way of adding this in, just go over here to enum swift enumerated type declaration. And we're going to call this action mode. And the case is going to be move, scale, rotate. There we go. And you know what? Come to think of it, let's do it in the same order we've got them down here. And then by default, we'll have a, a variable over here that says current mode, and this will be of type, our action mode. So basically, we, we've only got three possible values for this. And as soon as you press the little dot in there, it'll just show you your three possible values. So by default, it'll be our first one, dot move. And then this is kind of just a very simple variable that we can use later on to kind of detect, you know, how to how to transform the uh, our images and when. Okay, so um, we... You know what we could do when we go and uh, press start, press start. We'll just by default make it so that our current mode is going to be back to being equal to dot move. All right, makes most sense it's the, since it's the first value, obviously. All right, uh, and to to move this little guy around, what we'll do is uh, we'll add a a pan a gesture recognizer and. Been a little while since I've added one of these. Let me uh, grab my notes on it. Okay, we're gonna put over here. Let uh, pan rec just for a recognizer, and this will be a UI pan 
gesture recognizer. So anytime you uh, um, touch on the screen, it's going to recognize that gesture and will react uh, to it. Uh, what is the problem here? What don't you like? Okay, all right, that's fine. And uh, we're going to give this some values as soon as we press start. So again, press start. Come down here. And we'll say pan rec dot add target. That's going to be self. And the action this is going to be our selector or function that uh, runs. Uh, nowadays, with Swift 3, you do, do need to put in here your messages view controller. Dot, um, and the, the function name is going to be panned view. Do a underscore over here. So basically just passing in data about the gesture itself, which is the sender. Uh, and this messages view controller is just this right here. Okay, so jump back down to, yeah, it's just telling us basically right now that uh, we don't have a, a panned view uh, function in here yet. That's all right, we'll give it one in just a moment. Uh, but let's actually add the uh, the gesture. So you go over here and you write uh, self.view.add gesture recognizer, put in there your pan rec. And then we can define some properties for this. By default, they should just be one and one, but you can put in here the uh, minimum number of touches. So you can set that to one. You can set in here the, uh, if you wanted, the maximum number of touches. Again, why not one? And then let's go ahead and uh, add in the uh, the panned view. So we can jump down to this real quick. I don't have to go over here. Let's just go and uh, put this at the very bottom. And that way I can kind of remember how to get there. Okay, so we're going to put in there panned view and then put that uh, underscore and then we're going to throw in here sender and the sender is just the uh, UI pan gesture recognizer, basically the, just the, the panning that we're doing essentially. Okay, and then what we'll do is we're going to put in here let current location, this is going to be a CG point value, this is going to equal sender dot location in and then you can just put it over there itself. Dot view so we can get some uh, data if you you know if you want you can put it in here print current location dot x now you know see the x value or the obviously the dot y value uh, if you're going to do something like that you I say your best bet is probably to do it something more like this right x and then do this backslash or forward slash I can never remember which one don't tell me I don't want to ever want to know something like that uh, so it's a little bit more readable on your end and then of course you could put it there you know why and why if you want to keep an eye on that okay uh, now what we'll end up doing is uh, basically just well there's a few ways we'll do this it'll end a little bit different than how we start but um, yeah we want to you know move around that image right so uh, we'll do that uh, basically every time the uh, the state for this gesture recognizer changes. Okay, so just to get things started, we'll put in here if sender dot state okay equals dot changed. All right, and if you wanted, you could see some of the other options that you've got there: began, canceled, changed, ended. Uh, but for right now, change is is the one that makes the most sense because obviously when you move your finger around, that's when we're going to react and, and move the uh, the emoji image. Okay. Um, uh, some of you might be thinking uh, what we'll end up doing here is just writing something like emoji image dot center is going to equal our current location, right? Uh, and we can run that. I'll show you kind of why we're, we're not going directly with that. 
um, what we're going to end up doing is basically just figuring out the the uh, difference between the last time we touched down in our current location, which is of course going to be a very small amount, and then we're just going to add that to the um, to the center x and y value of our emoji image. All right, so you can see you go wait, what happened to it? Right, well, there it is. It's actually up there. Um, so uh, just uh, kind of try to follow along with me here. Hopefully it uh, it makes sense. Uh, one thing we need to do though is uh, set up a last location uh, variable. I'm going to declare that up over to up here. Uh, I guess just right here. Bar last location. And this is just going to be CG point. You can uh, you can just make it equal to CG point uh, zero for right now. And again, let's uh, scooch down here to the bottom of the file. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to create a uh, a variable called diff x, or just kind of the, the difference on the x-axis between the current location dot x subtracted by our last location dot x. So again, very small difference, you know, because think about it, this is running repeatedly every time you move around, and uh, every time we do move around, we will, of course, uh, change what the uh, what that last uh, location is going to equal. So, for example, we'll put in here loc last location is going to equal sender dot location in self dot view. What's the uh, what is the complaint that we're getting right here? No, that's sorry. I want CG float there. There we go. Okay, so it's between here and here where we are going to uh, move our image around. And what we're gonna do is I'm gonna say if last location does not equal CG point zero, oops, then we're gonna be free to actually move the image. And the reason I'm doing that is the first, so basically the first time we touch down this hasn't run yet, okay? So keep that in mind. First time we touch down, this will happen, but this is not a true statement, right? Okay? Uh, because we haven't set our last location to anything different. All right, so it's only about, it's only the second time we go around that, you know, this, okay, this actually had a different location than CG.0. Uh, you know, this little, this ends up being a very small amount, and then we just add those very small amounts to our, emoji image. So we say emoji image dot center is going to equal now CG point. And here we do our little bit of uh, very simple math. We're just going to say uh, emoji image dot center dot X plus the very small amount of difference on the X axis. And then again, that very small difference on the Y axis. So that gets taken care of. And then what we want to do is uh, detect when we've actually ended this state because then we're going to set our last location back to being zero again. So we're going to put in here dot ended. Okay. Close that off. And we just say last location is now going to equal CG point dot zero again. Okay. And uh, let's see. Eventually those go away. And now we should be able to move around that image a bit smoother. 
one of the things we could do down the road is uh, make it so that this is a variable image, not always the emoji image, right? But there you go, you can see, moving it around, do, 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 all that good stuff. Uh, and now when we release it, <clears throat> we might as well save where it's at, right? So what we're gonna do is come down here. We're gonna say, uh, and we're gonna save this to a uh, the, the default uh, for in this file, and you know what? Looking at the clock, we have kind of uh, uh, do we have enough time? You know what? Let's come back in a new video, and then we can kind of title that one "NS User Defaults" or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's where that's where we're headed. We'll be able to save it, and then we can return to that same uh, position when we go back and you know go essentially go into our edit mode again.